My name's Daisy. My name's Devin. And this is At Me After Hours. With the thumbs up. <laughs> they can't see that, Devin. <laughs> it's fine, okay? They can just imagine it. In this podcast, we break down and talk about what Acme has been doing and give you a little sneak peek on what's to come next. After that, let's talk about whatever we want, really, whether it be current events or just to see what's on each other's mind. Because this is Acme After Hours. We're in it. We are in the first episode. Oh my goodness gracious. Intro music, chaps. Alright, so how have you been, Devin? This is the first episode. I'm 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 happy very hours. happy to be here. We had this idea yeah, literally I... two days ago and we are already in the thick of it. I can't wait. Well well here in Apnea After Hours After Hours, we're all about just improvising just right on the fly. This is rat me raw. We are on this off the cuff just saying what's ever on our minds, so We can't be responsible for what you hear during this podcast. Except this is an Alaska Teen Media Institute um, funded. I don't know what you're talking about, Daisy. We're we're just going to have fun. We're just going to have fun here. (laughs) Because it's it's Apnea. It's the Apnea way. It's the Apnea way. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, what Apnea has produced um, in the past couple weeks. So if you guys haven't heard about our podcast place episodes um basically it can be a variation of you talking to people or talking about their own experiences with COVID-19 and during the COVID-19 pandemic actually one of our senior producers named Quinn White interviewed director Joe Zawadney of ASD about opening schools up that actually was an interesting podcast I agree with that 100% so one of our other projects that um, one of our other At Me Senior Producers worked on is a podcast about Mask Mission Alaska. And they are a group of West Anchorage High School students who are organizing Alaskans in the making of homemade masks. And they donate these to the areas of our community in the most need. And I think that's really, really nice. Aren't you from West High School? I am too? from West High School. And it's actually it's actually really nice to see some representation out there. Go West. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear about that. All right. Um, some other stuff that Acme has been producing is something on our other podcast. It's called Zoom Room. In Zoom Room, we kind of, um, you know, get a group together and we talk about something or we interview someone. So one of the most recent Zoom Room episodes has been about police brutality and systematic racism surrounding the, obviously, the tragic death of George Floyd and countless other black people and people of color um, due to police brutality. And Devin and I were actually on that podcast, and it was really interesting, and we're actually going to schedule another one soon. So That was one of my favorite yeah. podcasts to be on, because like just just the amount of uh, um, great opinions in the room, the amount of uh, just the just the people in that room just sitting together for like a common cause, and like, I don't know, just how, just everyone's uh, way of thinking was super interesting to hear about, and um I loved I loved being on that podcast. Um, I, even though I was one of the uh, lesser knowledgeable pre- people on it, it was still really really great to hear one's opinions on that. And um, yeah, it was yeah yeah it was really nice to to hear other people's like opinion about. And one of the other Zoom room topics we talked about was actually a roundtable or interview rather about uh, Peter Wallach, who is actually a Hollywood stuntman. 
He's been in a lot of things that you might have seen, such as John Wick. And also he did some stunt choreography for Red Dead Redemption 2, among a full IMDB page of other um, recognitions that he's done. And and just just from just from the amount of things I learned from that podcast, that's another one of my favorites because I've always I've always been interested in filmmaking. Um, that's that's kind of the industry I want to be in in inside of when I uh, um, you know when when I'm older. Uh, that's that's the dream to just be in Hollywood and just to like hear about the processes about just this one job is super fascinating. And like as soon as we were done with it, I was like, I need this recording. I need to save this for later. Yeah, for real. And but yeah, both of these we were both in, you know, asking, and I think it was really interesting to kind of hear, you know, because again, like Devin, I kind of want to be. I'm more of kind of like behind the scenes kind of person. Like I, I love to like learn about like acting, like behind the scenes and, you know, directing and just to kind of hear, just to kind of hear, especially from like a professional stuntman, I think is really. No, for sure. For sure. All right, Devin, you want to kick us off with what's happening? Um, what's coming up in the next week? Well, yeah, actually, um, we actually have another podcast in place episode coming up from <laughs> Daisy Carter, who talked with some alumni from the Anchorage Christian School. And uh, they talked about the racism that were that they were being faced with in their school. And um, I'm really glad that this has ended up being the running theme of a lot of our podcasts, especially in the wake of George Floyd and the revolutions that are happening, um, not even in America, but across the world, just everywhere. Yeah, I, w- I wish you the best of luck with that uh, interview and that episode. Yeah, no, um, we actually already recorded it. Oh, um, sweet. It was. Yeah, we, <laughs> we already well, recorded I, it. I hope and it went well. <laughs> Not to spoil it, but I, and not to like, like, again, like to my own like horn or anything, but I felt like very, like a big girl journalist. Like I'm like, oh yeah, these are like tough questions. Like these are like. I mean the big leagues. Yeah. Well, well, you heard it here first guys. That's your little taste for the next podcast in place episode. Only on Apnea After Hours. Only at Apnea After Hours. This is the only place you can get it. (laughs) All right. So now that we've talked about that and stuff, I think it's time to. Crack open the cold one, and by crack open the cold one, I mean, I mean my my kombucha. I love kombucha, which is probably like the LA girl in me. I love kombucha. I already finished my V8 smoothie. I didn't have any bubbly <laughs> drinks. I was texted literally like five hours ago, like, "Hey, get a bubbly drink for the podcast," and I was like, "I can't. I don't have any." So here I am with my empty cup of V8 smoothie. All right, digital cheers. All right, hold on. Let, let me crack it open. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Nice yeah, crack that open. Nice little ASMR moment. Ooh, that sounds fresh. <laughs> All right. All right, cheers. Cheers. cheers I don't know how loud that sounded. Because I'm recording. Hi. He's not the scout. Okay, that's the code word for. I get it. Okay. Only. And here. we're gonna leave and that I'm in, here, right? So. We're leaving that in because it's it's raw at me, right? Zap me up. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this kombucha is mango passion fruit. Oh, dude. Nice. It's so. This is kind of the part of the show where we just kind of you know again. Let loose, coming yeah. to icebreakers, I thought. 
so yeah, we'll get to know ya. Um, so um, I'll start, I guess, um, with the story of how I got into acne. Um, so I originally did not want to do acne. I used to like fully. Whoa. I, I fully did not want. I know. Only an happy after. Hours. <laughs> Only an happy after hours. Do you hear these juicy oh. details? But yeah, I did not want to do happy. I remember my because my sister does um spirit of youth and like youthbo and like a, a bunch of programs that are connected to happy. Mm-hmm. But um, but and so one time I think I went to her meetings, and Jasmine was just like, "Oh, just go into like happy and like they have computers. You can just play computer games." So I was like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Like go. So happy was just like. A gaming space for you when you first walked into it. Yeah, no. So I remember I walked in and I was like, and I was like, oh, like this is stupid, like whatever. Yeah. And then Rosie started talking to me, and that's a ghost. Don't worry about it. I was. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fill the audience in who did not see what just happened there. So while we're doing this, no, we can on, context. yeah context for what just happened. I have a mirror yeah. in the background. Yep. And we can see each other's videos, and I just see a head pop in from the mirror, and I'm just like, "What's that?" But yeah, originally I did not want to do acne because, again, my sister said that it was a radio stuff. I mean, there's a lot of like radio and radio, and I was like, "I want to do visual." I'm, I'm a, I'm a 14 year old freaking like rebellious girl. Like, I want to do like filmmaker stuff, like not audio stuff. I'll do the stuff is for chumps. Just and, so then, then, and then, then like six years late, six years later, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So I was fourteen, and yeah, I just I walked in, and then I started talking to Rosie, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it's pretty cool, you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when Jasmine would go to her meetings, I would ask me, and I'd be like, so like, what do you guys do around here? Audio stupid stuff. <laughs> and then you know, Rosie obviously the nicest human being on earth so she was yeah. like you know kind of like teach me how to do stuff and then once i got into um into kcc um formerly known kcc um they came in and i was like oh like i know this dude like i know cody like best friend so then finally like um i would ask my mom like hey like apne so i would go to apne and then it even elevated even more once i got a car so i would go to apne a lot more so yeah that's kind of how i got into that's great. I didn't realize it was so long ago. I didn't realize it was 2014. Yeah, no, dude. No, it was 2015, but I was 15. Oh, 2015. Okay, my bad. Um, but still, that's that's quite a while. Five years. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, I am definitely uh, much younger in the span of time of how long I've been at me. Uh, this is my not even second year. If we're talking about calendar years, I've uh, it's it's I went in to at me in November of 2018, so we're like what like a year and a half in at me for me, and um, I actually have a story for this one because um, I, I remember very clearly uh, why I went into at me. Um, so what happened was that um, you know, for anyone who doesn't know or for anyone who hasn't seen that happen. Um, what Atme likes to do to get um, as many people as possible to uh, be a part of the program is they they kind of travel from school to school and they put on little presentations of like, this is who we are. This is what we do. These are the things we've done in the past. 
you should come check us out. We're a fun group of people. That kind of thing. So, of course, they'd always hit West High School, which is where I, uh, it's where I went to school. And um, <clears throat> I think the first time I heard this was 2017, where I um, heard the presentation for the first time. Um, in the back of my head, I was like, well, that sounds kind of cool. But, you know, I, I don't really know if I have the time for that. No. Poor excuse. That was probably just me wanting to go at home, go home as soon as possible and, I don't know, play Minecraft or whatever I was doing back then. Well, you kind of got introduced the same way that I did. You know, they went to our schools and they, like, gave us the spiel and then had a big mother. Yeah. Um, and actually, um, yeah, a little bit more happened, too, which was really, which is really interesting. Um, so I, I said before that uh, 2017 when I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But I actually ended up not going 2017, right? So 2017, I didn't actually do anything about that. Still in the back of my head is like a thing that existed, but I didn't really like take action for it, right? Um, fast forward to November of 2018. I was in my production studio class with Mr. Davis. You know, we were given, that presentation was given to us again because, you know, they make their rounds annually. And around that time, I had a lot of friends in that class. I think I was friends with a good half the class and it was just really good buds with everyone and um that's kind of where i thrived creatively so everyone got to see like uh the raw side of my creativity um and kind of people saw what i was doing um i'm a little hesitant to say it because i don't want to sound like i don't want to sound like uh this is a dramatization or i'm just being like yeah look at how much of a hot shot i am because i don't i don't want it to be like that because this is like 100 what happened so what happened was they came in and they were like, uh, yeah, this is what we do. This is what we've done. We'd like you to come on board. But they add something extra to it. They were like, we also have this after school special going on. And for anyone who's unfamiliar, that school special is our annual um, film festival that we do. And anyone from inside of Atme and outside of Atme, if you're under the specified age range, can just submit a movie of under 10 minutes. It's a really great time. Um, yeah, in 2018, they were saying that, you know, we have the school special going on and we need, we actually need someone to make a poster as well. And slowly, I heard it happen a tiny bit. And then slowly, but slowly, I heard people saying my name. It was like, Devin should do it. And I kid you not, it turned into a chant. I'm dead serious. And I'm, I, again, I don't want it to seem like I'm like dramatizing the events because I was over. Do I it. was overwhelmed when they were chanting it. I was overwhelmed, like hype yourself up, ah! like I was sitting there, like ah. But yeah, hype yourself up, man. I mean, yeah. Geez. But like, like, yeah, when that happened, when they were chanting stuff, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like you know, of course, I couldn't say no to that. Like after a chant, it's kind of hard to say no to whatever you just like. Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Like you know, I can't say that. So I was like, I've always, and it was always like I wanted to do it. So I was like. I have that push. Let's try it out. Rest is history. I started getting on board with more at me stuff. And here we are 2020. It's been an amazing year and a half so far. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I think, I think I've heard that story before. Yeah. I think so. Possibly. I think I've said it to a couple people, but it's not, it's not a common story. I tell mainly because of the issue. Like I don't, I don't want, like I said before, I don't want it to seem like it's a very story that could be conceived as like braggy, but I really don't want it to be like that because it's literally factually what happened. 
Exactly. Just be bragging. Be like, guys, I was too good. Listen, I was so good. And they started chanting my name. Great. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, that's how I came to Amy. And I don't regret making that decision at all. You know what? I actually do regret something. I regret not coming sooner. That's what I regret. That means a great group of people. All right, so yeah, let's talk about our favorite films just really quick since we kind of dwelled on Apne. Yeah, sidetracked by FNAF. Yeah. So just quick, what are your favorite films, Devin? Oh gosh, um, this changes. Film film? This changes frequently, seemingly by the year. Um, I but I think one of the films that have just stayed like rock solid as one of my. Uh, just favorite in terms of cinematography has been Baby Driver. Um, for anyone, like, for the people who have seen the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Baby Driver was filmed with so many, like, practical, non-CGI special effects that all of it looked astounding. It was so well put together. It's it's like a roadmap for a future filmmaker. Like, this is what you should emulate. This is the creativity you should strive to achieve. Um I've been trying to like watch more iconic movies. Again, you know, I just got done with Star Wars. Yeah. But no, I need to I, play I catch up to... too, so I totally understand that. Yeah. Okay. Well, one that stays in my mind, and I've like I've never had my breath taken away by a film like Pleasantville. Like I like I remember thanks to Mr. Jeremy Blake, I because he 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 made us watch the movie. Like he. He like sat us down and we watched the movie, mm-hmm. and I remember like I've only seen it once, but I remember every single frame of that movie, and it just like literally on the car ride home, I didn't listen to any music because I was just so like in awe and just so like taken away. And then when I got home, I actually like started to like tear up when I was telling my mom oh, about wow. this movie because it was just it was just so amazing, and it just like took me like. Oh my god! And then it was funny because afterwards, like when Jeremy was like, or when Mr. Blake, excuse me, when Mr. Blake was like, "So what do you guys think of the movie?" I literally said like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) (laughs) Three word review. It was just, it was just so amazing. And I know I talked to my sister about it, and she's like, "Oh, like Pleasant Hills, like a whatever movie." And I'm like, "You're a whatever movie." (laughs) (laughs) Take that. I mean, like she, she thinks the Minions is a good movie. Okay, well, maybe her judgment's a little skewed. Maybe we can say that. Only on At Me After Hours yeah. do you hear this type of... Only on yeah. At Me After Hours. Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't seen but, this movie. Um, I don't know if I've heard of it, honestly. Really? It, ha- it has Tobey Maguire okay. in it. So he's always great. Yeah. I love him. Is so it, was it like a... Uh, um, did it get heavy advertising? Or did I just miss it? It was... So it, it's... I say it's an older movie, and I'm going to make people... Feel old, <laughs> but it, it was in the 90s it was in the 90s Ooh, you just made a lot of people like, cringe it was, it was made <laughs> like it was made in the 90s okay like, God, just like, I'm, just, I'm getting emotional about it now oh wow now i need to see this it, movie it's, i need it's, honestly, I, I want to be on this wavelength i want to i want to know what made you this uh what made you this emotional about it, it sounds like a really good movie to have that effect on you like i don't even want to tell you the plot cool it's just so good cool it's so good because that's also what Mr. Blake said. He said, I'm not going to tell you anything. We're just going to sit down and watch this movie. Because that's also the movie that he said that he, like, that, like turned on his, like, you know, filmmaker, like, 
switch mm. and was like, oh my God, like this is a re- like this is great. I want to do this. And that kind of did the same thing to me. But like, obviously now I know how to do it. So I'm like, oh my God. Right, right. Here's a, here's a tiny bit so, of a um, off topic question, but I think would be kind of interesting. Um, and I have an answer for this too. Uh, what you were saying that Mr. Blake had a movie that turned on his filmmaker brain. Uh, was that that movie for you, or did you have another movie that turned on your filmmaker brain? That was definitely the second one. Second the one. The first one, the first one, I remember I was second, I don't remember when this movie came out, but Narnia. Narnia, The Lion, Ooh. The Witch, and the Wardrobe. Like, when I saw that, we, from back in the day, we saw that movie in theaters five times. Wow. Well, I mean. <laughs> I just wanted to see that. I, I, that's valid. That's 100% valid. I've only seen that movie once, but I remember loving every part of it. So. It, like, I, yeah, when I was, yeah, it's just that when I was younger, I was like, oh, like it's so pretty. And that's actually around the start time that, around the start time, around the time I started um, writing. And then when I was learning, I was like. Wow. What was yours? I think mainly because I've seen this movie literally probably, I probably have hundreds of hours on this movie. Um, I think one of the main movies that got me to like really think about how it was made was Monsters, Inc. And funny enough, that was one of the first movies I actually watched. And I don't know what made me fall in love with this movie so much it i don't know if it was the sound design or the atmosphere or like the setting that it was made in or maybe just the concept itself or just yeah yeah. it i just was hooked on it man like that movie was my bread and butter when i was like six years old and i swear i watched it for years like and then they got that like second uh disc dvd where you pop it in and then all of like this is how they made the movie and i was like oh my god like that 100 percent, i was no going back, ready to be a filmmaker from that point on. Like, I want to make this. I would always watch those. Yeah. And, like, I would always watch those, and I thought I was so weird for it, but, like, now it, like, makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, but, yeah, there are probably others that helped it along, but that was, that was the, uh, that was the kickstart. That was the one that made, that started it all for me. So how this whole at me after hours thing began is I was I was actually editing um, Daisy's podcast, uh, her interview with uh, Mr. Blake. Um, And that made me realize something that made me realize that uh, me and Daisy have both very different experiences when it comes to our um, when it comes to our like, quote unquote, high school um, teachings of um, film. My class was production studio with um, Tim Davis or Mr. Davis. And uh, what was the name of your class? Um, film, video, and audio production. Yeah. And that one was with um, that one was with Jeremy Blake or Mr. Blake. One, uh, there's immediately some differences between them. Mr. Davis didn't have any like official film background. He was just really, really into it and like had a lot of... Uh, it was just like his passion. And when he got the opportunity to teach it, he of course wanted to do it. And it's not... Not saying he doesn't have the skill set or the ideas to back it up. He's a good teacher. But what separates him between Mr. Blake is that Mr. Blake is actually on... Isn't he part of Alaska Filmmakers or one of the presidents? Yeah, he's like one of the Alaska Filmmaker you know, people. He, he's been in the industry for like probably before I was born. I don't right. Know. And just, just this fact on, the, on, on its own 
And from the discussions I was hearing between you and Mr. Blake, I was sitting here like, I really, really want to meet in the middle and, and find out how each other's, how we tick on filmmaking as an art form. Um, and then Daisy was like, well, what if we made that part of a podcast? And then here we are. Yeah. Only an after hours. <laughs> it's just the tagline. I think it's been said once every 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. That, that's how I'm marking it, by the way. <laughs> oh, cool. These are the bookmarks. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Cool. So yeah, we just have some some like I just had some like questions and some like stuff that we can. Yeah, we have some preset you know, questions. We're gonna uh, we're gonna both answer these, and these are some these are some really uh, great questions. So I can't wait to get into these. This might be over an hour, so yeah, we'll see now, how this goes. Yeah. Now one. Now that's interesting. I did not know, Mister. Let's just call our teachers by their proper names, like Mister, like Mister Davis and Mister. Yeah, that's Lee. fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and I'm wondering how did an average week look like in your class an average week so it's been a while since i've been in um, mr davis's class um i graduated in uh 2019 so it's been a it's been a solid year but basically how that uh class went is i'll start with like every day so um well i had to burp and i didn't want that to be on the mic please cut this out if this is no if this is in, this is in, isn't it? All right. I just want to say on the record that I had a request to cut this out, but it's probably still going to be on the tape. You said it's so I guess I can't say off the record when there's a mic in front of me. <laughs> so basically, every day we'd walk into the class, and um, usually Mr. Davis would show us a... Uh, um, either a YouTube video or a clip of a movie or something related to filmmaking just to like get us started. And it would usually be related to whatever we're going to talk about that day. So if like, if we were talking about like rule of thirds or something like that, it'd be like, all right, here's a, here's an example of how rule of thirds was used very effectively or something like that. Um, And for the week, it would usually just be like, um, for our class, we were the we were the creators of a lot of media for our school. We were the creators of we were responsible for making West Update, which turned into Orange Juice. We actually that was actually the name of it. Yeah, um, I still to this day don't quite know why it's called Orange Juice, um, even though I was there when it was named. And I still don't quite know why it's called that. I think it's had something to do with juice being like energy. And orange is our school color. That might be it. it kind of, you know, yeah. We were in charge of making orange. It's West. Yeah. We were in charge of making orange juice, which was basically our, um, our like, here's what the school is doing, you know? Like, look into the school and look into the school atmosphere. Yeah, that was that. We were also responsible for putting on a bunch of live streams, um, a bunch of like live events. So that was, that was partially what we did. And then from there, it was just learning the art of what we're doing. Just like it was mostly aimed at journalism. That was the that was the primary aim of it. But there was film festivals we did and things like that. So it was trying to be an all encompassing like uh, course of like whether you're doing filmmaking or journalism. Here's how you set up your camera. Here's rule of thirds. Here's basic editing. Here's all that stuff. So that's really interesting. yeah, a little long winded, but basically that's how that's how it was for us. So, um, 
How was for us was like kind of the same thing, but kind of not. Like it, it was a little. Different. I figured, yeah. Um, so <laughs> to keep in mind, um, Mr. Blake started teaching with us. So like now, like I bet now he has like a full out lesson plan right. and like full out like all organized. But I just remember that first semester, it was so groggy and it was just like such trial and error. And honestly, it was fun. And honestly, I think that especially my class, which was the PM class, really strived on having that kind of loose structure. Yeah. <laughs> so what we did was that from the beginning of the week, like Monday, we would be given our assignment. So it, it, no matter what semester, because I did four semesters of it. And always in the beginning of the semester, it's always a chase scene because they're easy to film. There's no audio in it. It's great. So we'll get the assignment on Monday and he'll teach us for maybe. So that's another thing, too. At KCC, um, our classes were like three, like two, like two or three hours. So it was a lot longer than maybe your like 45 minute period. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot longer. So. For the first 30 minutes, it would be lecture. It would be like, you know, rule of thirds, lighting, um, stuff like that. And maybe he'll show us a video. He showed a lot of videos the semester that he taught because, again, he didn't really know what he was doing. But it's fine. Not hating on you, Mr. Blake. It was the best. Actually, second semester was probably my favorite semester. You know what? Yeah. But um, <laughs> but it was, it was really fun. So that would be on Monday. And then Tuesday... So Tuesday and Wednesday were kind of like our work days. So that's when we would go out and, you know, for example, like those days we would like come together and come up with a pitch and like we would have to have a call sheet. We would have to have a shot list, storyboard, like all the technical stuff. Give it to Mr. Blake and then Mr. Blake would get the gear. So it's a lot like in real life production stuff where like you pitch it to someone. We wouldn't actually pitch it to him. We would just give him the paperwork to give it to us. But eventually we did learn how to pitch and we would actually pitch stuff. Thursday was our like hunger down and edit day. And those days he would, we would go in front of the computer and he would kind of teach us how to, you know, use um, Premiere Pro. And then on Friday, that was kind of like our screen, screen day. So we would watch all of our films and it'd be great. And that was kind of like an average week. And again, like in, in every class, the first 30 minutes would be lecture. And then, um, yeah. And then in every week it would change. So every week we had a different film, which is really cool. So that's kind of like our average um, week in, 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 at KCC. Formerly KCC, now it's King Tech. Wow. Yeah, just to add on to a, little, a lot of that, um, I've been noticing a lot of similarities and differences just from uh, our own experiences of being in class. And one of that was um, you mentioned that to start off the semester, one of your easy projects was uh, chasing. <laughs> we started doing that a little later into the class. Like, because our, our, um, how our class worked, it wasn't like a yearly thing. It was semester by semester. So when each semester was restarting the class, basically. Well, I, well, that, that was the same with us. Actually, not quite. It was each semester was restarting the class for that group of people who were new in the class. Yeah. Okay. Same okay. Thing. Right. Yeah, that's why my second semester one is my second semester chasing is a little bit better than my first semester right. chasing because he he elevated the stakes. He's like he's like, you know, like you guys are kind of like the example, so you guys need to kind of show up and yeah. do yeah. Work. Um 
our first our first movies um always turned into we were very the first projects were very focused heavy on camera work other than editing so what we do in our first couple of projects are camera only no edit projects you have one shot you have 15 seconds make do with what you have yeah and um he a couple times he had uh, he'd have the running trend of requiring a jump scare there was some amazing things that came out of that some amazing ideas when you only have 15 seconds in one shot you get creative fast so and as we were talking about earlier this was what 20 oh, 2016, oh man for me that must have been 2016 that was yeah. it wasn't my freshman prime time FNAF, man. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't i didn't go into my freshman year i think it was my sophomore year when i first started going into production studio but yeah it was oh really no yeah i kcc was only available for junior and senior right okay west west just had so, the full spectrum so yeah and but besides king tech i went to eagle high school they had nothing for film mm. nothing no film no um no theater um barely oh well, not barely, choir it was a really good choir um but yeah they didn't really have a lot of stuff for arts that's why i decided to jump to king tech and was the first graduating class nice yeah, I, di- I didn't. I didn't think West was going to have anything, and then suddenly I caught wind of production studio. And I was like, "Well, that's my life now. That's my entire high school career." <laughs> like no joke. Same with KCC. Like I had never visited KCC, but I just knew they had a film production company, or not company, but a film production class. And I was like, "That's it." Actually, if you want to get some, get some uh, after hours tea, some after hours kombucha. Oh boy, hold on. I was supposed to go to middle college, to the to the middle college mm-hmm. thing, but I lied to my mom and told her that I turned in the papers, but I didn't because that's how bad I wanted to go. Oh, damn! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, but like, yeah, I remember the first day she picked me up and she's like, "So, how's middle college?" And I'm like, mm. "So, <laughs> I got some news. I got on the wrong. <laughs> I got on the wrong bus." right right yeah i remember she was so mad for like like through october yeah she was really mad but then i remember remember one day she asked me like so like how's king tech doing no and i literally like started sobbing because i was so happy that i was going oh like Like it was at that point it was clear yeah yeah and and then she was like okay like this is where right yeah, for me, that was that was very much the same kind of vein of, like, you were only really supposed to be in production studio for a year. I was there for three. <laughs> I was yeah, there. I was there for two semesters. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Um, okay, let's continue on. So let's talk about, let's skip the, the skills. Um, let's talk about our first project. My, I actually don't quite remember what my first project in um, production studio was. Um... You know what? I can find out. So you go first, and I'll try to track down my first project. All right. I think this first project that I ever did actually helped a lot because the first project I ever did in this class, you know, I was I wasn't I wasn't a popular kid at Eagle High School. I was actually quite lame. I liked Five Nights at Freddy's. Of course, I was Mood. lame. So I was I was the same way. So <laughs> so 
I wanted to make like you know like my like my first project like okay like this this is my shot to like prove that I'm like you know a big girl director. Oh, same, and there's only like same. And there was only and there was only three other girls in the class, and like the rest were guys. So I was like, okay, I need to put on my freaking big girl jeans right. and like freaking destroy these men in filmmaking, right? <laughs> having no idea how to hold a camera, having no idea how to edit, having no idea how to act. Well, kind of how to act, but like low I, experience. I was dedicated to yeah, <laughs> I was dedicated to do it, and I was also dedicated to be a director. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna. So, so I gathered my group. It was with Hunter, um, Hunter Coons, and Miley Kanahokula, I think. I think it was those two. Yeah, it was those two. It was the three of us. Yeah, it was the, we were like the first group, I guess. Um, yeah, and it was with Miley. Um, and so, and then there was this other girl. I forgot her name because guess what? Halfway, like halfway in the week, she dropped out, and she was the main actress in our like. In, in our like thing. oh wow and we already shot half of the and she, she we already shot half of the film so i was just like oh my god where is she where is yeah. she but we didn't find this out until we didn't find this out until thursday remember how i told you that we had to turn in our stuff on thursday yeah oh. i didn't find out until thursday so here i am panicking because and actually the the idea was kind of like the pencil mm-hmm. it was it was the girl like you know fighting for like the pencil right so I was like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Because I only have me and I have to direct and Miley's going to do camera. And, you know, we have Hunter, who I don't even know this dude. He's freaking tall, looks like a freaking lumberjack. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. So within 45 minutes, I uh, not within 45 minutes, within like five seconds, I came up with a new thing where it's like, OK, Hunter, you're going to be like doing an assignment and you have to hurry up and like turn it in. That's basically what we're doing. <laughs> drawing from experience <laughs> i see <laughs> so that's so that's that's what we did i was like okay cool like we're gonna we're gonna have you like upstairs like writing something down and then you, watch, and then you look at your watch and you're like oh my god and then you run to mr. blake's classroom and you, and you turn it in and mr blake shakes his head like no and then tundra's like ah dang it mm-hmm. and yeah we shot that with it we shot that and edited it within like an hour that is fast that is a very yeah, fast turnaround it, time for people who don't know. That is exceedingly fast. You are rushing yeah, to I get think, that fast. You know, yeah, to get that done that fast. Yeah, yeah. If and you know, um, Devin, that I've had you know problems in the past with getting people to be on yep. set or you know having to have that fast turnaround yep. time. So I think that first experience kind of helped me, you know, like be like. Okay, just like breathe, calm down, think of an idea, and just go. Yeah. So I think that kind of helped me, you know, figure that out. Man. That was my first film. I wish mine was as eventful. Um. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it was awful because, again, I was just trying to impress him so bad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and it was funny because he even told me, like, it's okay, you're in Monday. And I was like, no, I will turn it in today. Wow. <laughs> I was like, no, I will do this. Damn. I mean, you did it. So you got it done. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first project. (laughs) Man, that sounds like a whale of a time. Just sounds like, wow, perfect, perfect first project. Yeah. For me, it was very much less eventful. Um, So very similar to how um, you guys were the guinea pigs of your course. We were pretty much the same way. I don't know if it was the very first year of it being open, 
but I think it was really close to when it started. I think I came in really close to around the same time it was starting, so it was very new. Um, and our first project was partner up, record a 30-second introduction of your partner, and do dialogue, being like, this is so-and-so, he does this. And those are our those are our first very first projects in the class. Just quick, dirty. Um, here's an introduction. You can edit if you want. Um, and of course, since since we had the editing, I had the editing experience prior with other stuff I've done. I just went ahead and did that. And yeah, that was, that was pretty much that. There, in terms of quality, um, of course I can do better, but I don't find them really cringy. Like I don't I don't think there's anything really cringy about them. If anything, I just find them kind of like, you know, when you look like, oh, that's a student film. Yeah, like it's 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 like it's it's almost um, endearing in a way. Like you know, it's like, oh, this is where I came from, and in, in that kind of sense. Talk about a moment in your in your class, and you can start this. Okay. Um, when you were felt like giving up, but then you just like got back up. Like you're like, what was that moment that you just felt so low, and then like you just like somehow like pulled up your keisters and just kept trudging on. I have a couple examples for this one, I think. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine. Yeah, like for us, it wasn't every single week we were making a project. You were making a project maybe once a month, like a full video once a month, because like I said, we had other duties. We were basically the school, in the way, the school reporter. So we actually had to deal with other school business before going off and making our own things. But yeah, every week, I can't imagine having to restart a workflow every single week. Um, Yeah, no wonder, no wonder you have a lot of experience with like getting things done fast because you had to every single week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Wow. This one is kind of it, but um, it meets, it meets the question like really loosely. But I want to say anyway, because just from my own experience, like, um, I feel like it's something anyone who's interested in filmmaking should hear about. So, um, so when I was doing, uh, um, when I was in production studio and one of my first, uh, um, semesters or in one of my first, um, one of my first times being there, I think actually it was my first time. Um, uh, the things that I've been making were not really what I wanted to make, right? Like, I feel like I was being seen as a newbie and just a newbie, even though I've been doing things outside of the class a lot. So, um, like, I had a lot of prior experience. Like, I was I was perfecting my craft behind the scenes, but no one knew that because every time you walk into a new area, you're starting over. You have to prove yourself again. So, um, at this time, I was sitting there like, I just want to do more. I want to do, I want to spread my wings a little more. I want to be more creative. One day, uh, Mr. Davis walks in and he's like, all right, all right, we're recording Swoop. Swoop is the Super West Olympics of Pride, I think is what it is. Might be wrong in the Super. Um, basically what Swoop is, it might be a West only thing. I think other schools might. No, it's not. It's not. It's not, but we don't call it Swoop. We've called it um, Wacko, which is Wild and Crazy Kid Olympics. Okay, so I've apparently a lot of schools do this. It's just under different names. But yeah, to anyone who doesn't know what these Olympics are, basically, it's a battle of the grades. So freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and the staff all go into groups 
and battle it out in different Olympic events. You got things like um, dodgeball, musical chairs. We had an event called Mario Kart where it was literally stringing people along on sheets. It was it was a grand old time. Everyone is super hyped for Swoop. Yeah, Mr. So yeah, Mr. Davis walks in. He's like, "All right, we're recording Swoop." And he's like, "Oh, okay, we're recording Swoop." So everyone and everyone and everyone is already like, "Whoa, this is big." It's like this is the school Olympics. This is the time where everyone seems like gets together and do that. And he's like, "All right, we're doing Swoop. I need staff. I need people to help me. We need to get jobs rolling." All right, first things first. Cameraman, who's going to be our cameraman? And, and people were being picked left and right. It was going fast. It was like rapidly going. Like we need to get people going. And then there was one role that said director slash editor. And I was sitting, and I was sitting like, maybe? Like I did want to do it, but I was really nervous, right? I was, I was, I was very like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not, I might let people down. Like, you know, might be too much for me. And then my bud, Michael, who I actually was filming with, that's who I filmed the uh, introductory videos with in regards to the studio. Michael was, Michael was like, hey, nudge, nudge, go do it. I'm like, oh, he's like, raise your hand. <laughs> raise your hand. Like, he was like, raise your hand. Yeah, like, do it. <laughs> do Raise your hand. And eventually, <laughs> like, Mr. Davis was really like, anyone, anyone? Like, no one was doing it. And I was like, eh. Like I was, I literally like raised my hand and I was like, all right, you're on cut to, uh, I'd say a month later. Cause a lot of things happened. We had to film it, edit, get it ready, make it look pristine. Um, I busted my ass to get that ready and make it look good. And, um, everyone, a lot of, a lot of people, um, pretty much almost the entire school saw it because broadcasted to almost every single screen in the school. And um, the reviews were flooding in, and people were loving it. And I was just, oh, oh god, like I could cry right now, like, oh my like, god, I'm gonna cry, like, dude. <laughs> spending so much time on something, and then releasing it, and then getting reviews back saying that it's exactly what you expected, or like saying it's exactly what you wanted it to be, is unlike anything, unlike any other feeling. It's. It's releasing your baby into the wild. Like it's, it's, there's no other feeling to describe it. It's crazy. To this day, I feel that's a turning point, not just in the class, but maybe in my life. Um, definitely in the class. Cause I felt, I felt like, yeah, now, now people can see what I can do. And now I, now I'm able to spread my wings more and improve my craft. Now that people can know my baseline of what I'm capable of. But also that taught me a really, really important lesson. And that lesson is take every opportunity. Don't ever let any opportunity pass you by unless it's something that can get you killed or something that's very dangerous, right? Just take every single opportunity that might lead you where you need to go. Nine times out of 10, you'll end up in the right direction and one step forward to your dream. And I know that's Hallmark card level stuff I'm saying, but it's true. And I know it firsthand. I am now working at Upper One Studios. I am one step closer where I need to be because I've taken all, every opportunity I could possibly have. So. I'm crying. No. <laughs> I weird. can see it on the webcam. I'm just kidding, I'm not crying. Oh, no! No! <laughs> hey! <laughs> like, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm like, oh my god. All right, now we're back to the podcast. Welcome back, guys. You might have heard a break there. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, maybe. 
um, might have cried. But, this you is know. looking to be two hours long, so you're going to have a lot of editing ahead of you. Uh, yeah. I know. It's fine. I'll All be right. fine. I, I'm, I'm honestly enjoying this. Podcast. I am too. Um, yeah. What is it? So I would say a, a moment when I felt really low and then I get back up was, um, I want to say, I think it was my second semester. Mm. I was, I will admit, I was not doing good at school. I was, you know, getting in trouble. Troublemaker. I wasn't that bad of a troublemaker, but I was, you right. know, I wasn't doing good in school. Um, my, I had like garbage friends, so they like weren't supporting me at all, mm. and it it was just a bad time. And it was the end of the semester, so it was just like a bad time right. to be me. Um, and then, you know, I think I was like dogging on myself to some people at KCC. I was like, oh my god, this film's so trash. And someone that I thought, who I thought actually absolutely hated me, came up to me and said, Daisy, I just want to let you know that you are the like most dedicated person in this class that I have Yo. ever seen. And he said, if you stop now, like I'm gonna stop. Like it's all Bro. like you. What? And I like that. I don't know what happened to me, but like I was just like, oh my god! Like, thank you so much for saying that. And, that's like and that's yeah, like movie esque. Like, that's exactly what you needed right there. But um, but yeah, I th- that was probably one of like, it, it, like I remember when I was writing this question, like that memory just popped. Yo, up. that really yeah. Low. And then I like I like how we both just mentioned something that literally rocked our world. Like, literally, like wow, we have. Great answers to these questions. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Um, cool. All right. Talk, talk about a. Yeah. Um, do you want me to start the talk about um favorite film? We're doing that one. Mine's really quick. Okay. I'm gonna have to remember it because Mr. Davis was a character. Nice. Well, I'll mention my. I'll mention mine. Mr. Blake, I love you, but you're completely different <laughs> from like now from when I met you or when I knew you in class. Is this in a bad just... way or a good way? Oh, okay. (laughs) Only on at me after hours. It was funny. So one day he was, Mr. Blake was teaching a lecture, you know, blah, 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 blah. I forgot what he was doing. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, so at KCC, um, there's a bunch of different, or at King Technical High School, there are a bunch of different, you know, classes um, that you you can take, right? So there's like cops, there's culinary, there's like a bunch of automotive, veterinary, like a bunch of other things. So in veterinary, they actually have like a dog sitter system. So where you can like take your dog and yeah, they'll like take care of it for you for the oh, day. Wow. And they'll take it on walks. I can take the dogs on walks. And it's really cool. So one time, one time a, la- a, um, a golden retriever just p- passes by our door okay. and Mr. Blake catches eye of it. And he's, you know, he's a, he's a very big, like stern, like guy. He has a beard. You know, his, one of his, one of his nicknames in our class was Viking number three, but that's unrelated. <laughs> so we, were, so you know, but he looks like a Viking. But um, can't confirm he, he does look like a Viking. Like, bar, bar. <laughs> he was there teaching like bar, 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 like sound. Bar, bar, bar. And then he like looks over, sees the golden retriever, and is like, <gasps> Poppy! Oh my god! <laughs> like full on, he's like the Poppy. Look at the Poppy. So we're just all there like, who is this man? Who took our teacher, Mr. Stern Jeremy Blake, and like turned him into this freaking I need the people listening right now to go to Alaska Filmmakers website and see if you can get a picture of Jeremy Blake. And imagine him doing what she just described. It's hilarious. (laughs) Like literally, he like literally he was there like 
page, and then all of a sudden, oh, Poppy! <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. That's probably my favorite teacher moment. Or the time where he, um, where, 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 when we were learning about pitching, mm-hmm. he said it's very important to um, kind of give the pitch with a, um, I don't know how to describe it. He said it's always, it's always important to make sure to give the pitch with the correct voice. Yeah. So one time he did it, he did a pitch for a movie entirely of in a Scottish accent. Very bad Scottish accent, but it was hilarious and I have video of it. So Oh <laughs> I might It's hilarious. I need to see this whenever outside need, of the uh whenever I need to laugh, I, I watch it. Cool, cool. It, it's pretty hilarious. That's awesome. Cause again, because again, he wasn't very expressive either. Like he wasn't very like he was kind of like, all right, class. Like, uh, yeah, I I met I met Mr. Blake for maybe as long as you met Mr. Davis, and just my first impression was he's like kind of straight to the point, kind of like, all right, here's what you need to do, uh, do it this way, and that's it. <laughs> like, you- all right. So I actually was gonna say a funny one because I didn't have any, I didn't, couldn't remember any, and then I remembered one that I actually really like. And I actually have, I can actually get video proof of, like, right now. Yeah. So, um, this happened at the very end of senior year. Like, the, the... Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff. You gotta get ready, you gotta get ready, because I almost broke down during the class when this happened, so. I get your tissues ready. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, so my senior year was really, really chill. Um, I had early leave for the entire, pretty much, well, not the entire year, uh, the entire last semester, I think I had early leave. So I was only there for like three or four hours. It was really nice. Yeah. Okay. I had a short senior year, um, or a early leave senior year. So all my senior year was really chill and every year, um, Every year in production studio, we have what we call the crushies. They are very much like the Oscars and like the... Uh, I love that. Yeah. And um, so basically what the crushies are is it's basically our final project of the year. It's our final. You go with a group of people, totally up to you, make a movie, compete. You get various awards for nice. you get various awards for things that you do. Uh, here's an example of one from 2019, my last year there. Uh, this is this um, award for best cinematography. This is actually nice. this is actually one I I yeah I actually got one at least for one of my uh, the same film I'm gonna be talking about here soon. But um, yeah, so that's the crushies basically. You just get it's like you know Oscars, it's just having fun with making films and. Just having a good time at the end of the year. Um, for my final, I released a... Uh, um, when I... Back, like... I say five years... five Maybe five. Five years before 2019. I made a movie called Turret Hunters. Part one. And... It was a... Um, it was a preview of a work in progress for an idea that me and Brandon Joseph were making um, that we really wanted to make, but we didn't have the full idea for it. We only had a small chunk, so we made that chunk. 
basically the gist of what turret hunter hunters was uh turret hunters um the gist was that um if anyone's familiar with the video game portal um there is a in- I'm not so basically what the video game portal is it's just like you know um you place a blue portal on the wall place a yellow portal on the wall you can walk through the blue portal and end up where the yellow portal is that's the gist of the concept of the game and in the in the games there are things called uh turrets and basically they act as like little enemies and like things you have to avoid because if they fire a red laser out and if they're you're in their line of sight they shoot you so it's just a thing you have to avoid is it the box it's not the box. It's the it's the um, cylindrical thing with legs, with three legs. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, I have an inflatable like life size versions of one of those turrets. I forgot where I got it. I have no idea where it came from. Um, it just appeared in my room one day. Just funny you should mention that because that was part of our plot. So basically, what oh. turret hunters was was that there was this inflatable turret that kept moving. You'd put it down, you'd walk away, you'd go back, it's not there anymore. You kept moving to different spots around the house. That was our idea. That was our main concept to kickstart. We didn't have a plot. We just we just we just uh filmed that chunk where it was just like Brandon walking around like, oh my god, it's moving. And then he ended up throwing it down the stairs and then popping it with scissors. And then you think that's the end, but suddenly he appears when he's sleeping, and it's like, that's the first part. It's had to be continued on. And we had no idea what we are going to do. For five years, it stayed that way. And me and Brendan decided for my final project that, you know what? Let's finish this. Let's get it done. So we made this giant script. I got a bunch of people to help me with it. We got it finished. We launched it, or launched it. We aired it um, during the crushies, and everyone loved it. It was, back to what I was saying before, it was such a great feeling. We were second place best picture but the margin of how close it was was unbelievable the how the voting system went is how is that um people in the class would vote for each other's films um five out of five scale on different subjects so cinematography um writing editing lighting things like that and then they'd be added up and averaged um to get a giant like get like a giant score and it's like out of five or something like that and if you got all fives, you would get a five. It'd be perfect. One of my one of my buds in the class, his name was Jericho, a master in horror. Um, he got first place, and he did last year too. We were close to each other by I'd say zero point zero 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 one of a point. It was literally that close. So I, I at the end of the day, I think we both won. I think we tied, <laughs> but by yeah. logistics of points, he inched it out. He, so he got the best picture, and good on him. He deserves that win, because he, like I said, master of horror. He's going to be going places. Um, yeah, and this was the movie I got best cinematography on. I did walk away with some awards, but not best picture, and I got best cinematography and something else, and, I, and I'm forgetting at the moment. Um, but yeah, when you walked into the, when I, when you walked into the class that one day, that you could see all the crushies out. Just like last year, so you could see who was who was winning. You get a preview of the awards, except for one. There was one that he kept under his desk the entire time, and um, it was addressed to me. So at the end of the entire ceremony, 
Um, he pulls out this crush under his desk. And uh, this is what he gives me. This is the Lifetime Achievement Award. And basically, the gist of when he gave this to me was that I was I was showing so much improvement and love for the craft that he needed an award just to give me to send on my way home. And I was sitting there like, dude, you're going to make me cry in front of all of my friends. What are you doing? <laughs> it's absolutely so Dude, I almost lost it right then and there. I think I cried when I got home. I think I think I was just fully done. And that has to be my favorite moment because it was like, it was like, holy crap, he was recognizing it. He was seeing it the entire time. And that was, this right here was just like the, this is, this Aww. is, this is the, uh, this is the, recon- this is, the, this is the item. This is the item that shows that. By the way, these, these are actually cans of crushes as for the name crushies. And you could actually taste your victory. And I think that's a great <laughs> idea. So that has wow. to be my favorite oh moment. My yeah. The other one I was going to do before I realized that one was that whenever you filmed in portrait, he would always go, ah! like, you know, it's just like make a dinosaur noise and be like, don't film in portrait. It was like, so that's going to do it for at me after hours. Um, I really love the conversation we had. I've, I've learned a lot from me and I can't wait to, I can't wait to continue our adventure more on at me after hours. Yes, of course. And, um, if any of our listeners would like to hear the podcast of place episodes that we mentioned earlier or the Zoom rooms that we mentioned, um, the Acme has posted, you can go to alaskateenmedia.org or on our Instagram, YouTube, Facebook at Alaska Teen Media. And if you like what we're doing, uh, feel free to share share our uh, episodes, share podcasts in place, um, telling, tell your friends about it. Uh, we gain most of our viewership from exposure from you guys, so please spread the word. Please, please, please. Um, if you like to, if you like for us to talk about any kind of topic, you can always comment on wherever you can comment. Most likely on our Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, we're, we're at me most most commonly on Facebook and Instagram. I think we have a Twitter, but I don't know if that's been used. <laughs> so Facebook, Instagram—that's yeah. the main ones. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the clock later, Gator. That's my that's my leave. All right. All right, Craig, how do we stop? <laughs> <laughs>